On this podcast, we discuss real-life experiences with teens and adults right here in Santa Barbara. The knowledge we gain and share from these talks are an aim to help young men and women build a solid foundation of confidence. In this episode, my fiancé and I do a Q&A about our relationship. This came about because we've received compliments and have been asked about our relationship. People are often surprised when they learn that we have been together for seven years. They usually think we are still in the, quote, honeymoon stage. We're not saying these things to brag. We are saying them because we are concerned. We are concerned because we both know what it's like to settle for an unfulfilling relationship. And it's not healthy, to say the least. We wouldn't want that for anyone we care about, especially our own kids. I asked Crystal to post on IG if anyone she knew had questions pertaining specifically to our relationship. The following podcast answers some of the questions we received. Please understand, this is not advice. We are simply sharing our experience. How did you guys meet? When, girl? <laughs> oh, you don't like talking about it? I do, but I like to I like to hear you talk about it. <laughs> there was a major argument that happened between me and the, the mother of my children on a Saturday. Oh, excuse me, uh, on a on a Sunday morning, and I, and it was at that point I had. I had let her know that it just what the relationship was gonna end. So, so now we're getting really deep into it. But like, okay, so Sunday, you told her it was done, and then when did I pop? <laughs> when did I pop into your life so, story? So Sunday, I I let her know. Well, talk about me, Gil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting there. But, I'm in there but, somewhere. So Sunday, I told her, Monday and Tuesday, I was kind of going through it in my head, and I'm still no regret, no remorse, but kind of feeling better and better about it, that I made the right decision. And then come Wednesday, I, I, deci- I decide to open up to my brother, and we're working on a job, and we're working together, and I, and I tell him, I say, you know what, I ended the relationship. And of course, he kind of brushed it off like, yeah, right. Like nobody in my family. And it was kind of a joke because no one ever thought I would leave her. They, a lot of people didn't really see the relationship as like a mutual beneficial relationship. And um, that I was, that I was more of a giver, giver, giver. And I would always do whatever it took to keep the relationship going. So they were very surprised. They were in, or he was, he didn't believe it that I did it. But it was a big step for me, though, for me to let him know, like to, to verbalize it, to get it out in the world mm-hmm. and not just be with, you know, something that within me that I that I knew I did. So once I told him that kind of that escalated and uh, like to me, once I make a decision, I like to move rapidly. Right. So I told him on a Wednesday. And so by Friday, <laughs> I didn't, I, I had no idea of, I've been out of the game for a very long time. Like I, 
I was with her from 17 to 25. I, I lost my virginity at 13. So I had from 13 to 17 to, I had, I had some experience between then, but yeah. there's a lot I learned yeah. <laughs> since 17 to 25. So, but I knew that I knew what I, I knew what I wanted and I, and I knew I wanted to kind of just get out there and, and meet new, um, females, you know, and just females or women. women, Yes. And so my, my Friday night go and shoot and I go and, um, buy a box of condoms trying to be as responsible as can be, of course. So I go and get some of those. And my brother, see, I'm 25. My brother's four years younger than me. So he happens to be um, 21. And he's just like hitting his stride of getting into the party scene and everything like that. So it worked out very well for me. He happened to have his own place with his family and and uh, that happened to be the very first place we went to. It was just like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go over to your house and we're there, we're there chilling, drinking some brews and and of course, you know, they're trying to they're trying to hook me up. Like, okay, I let them know they're fully on board. Of all right, let's do this and <laughs> down. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. And uh, they they uh, mention you, and they so they say, hey, well, you know, she's she's very good looking and she's cool. I think you'd have you and she's her. She's easy. <laughs> they didn't they didn't use those words at all. And um, they're synonyms. And I and tell you the truth, I wasn't I wasn't looking for anything easy. I wasn't looking. I wasn't looking to, oh, I just want to get laid by somebody else. I wanted to hunt, you know, I wanted to get in the game. So they gave me their, you know, they gave me the number. I think, I think if it was just something like me wanting to just get laid, then I would have maybe told like, oh, well, just hit her up and tell her, you know, tell her to come over, tell, see what she says. Cause I've never even spoken a word to you before let alone just shoot you a text out of the blue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So she, um, they give me your number and I, and I shoot you a text, let you know that it's me because obviously you don't have my number and uh, I don't know word for word of what I said. I don't know if you know some of the verbiage hey crystal this is gilbert um i don't know if you were planning on coming over to sam and richard's house but i just wanted to see if you wanted to come over and you know have some brews or something with me oh yeah yeah. something along that line yeah very smooth very very smooth and i was like sounds like me so i think (laughs) you're accurate with that so then that's that's what i send i just short text send it but it didn't take long to get a response from you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's accurate. <laughs> so let like tell us on like on your end what you're doing at the time and you received this random text out of the blue. 
Well, usually when guys at that time text me, I just just jump on it. So that was just another text. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you, you gotta know, stay like, busy, huh? Yeah, so just like, oh, here goes a new one. When you're hungry, you gotta eat. That's exactly, what I always say. exactly. So I eat. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> no, um, actually, um, I I was out with. Okay, so yeah, I was. I'm not going to put too much of a backstory on it, but I was with my baby's dad for seven years and I was always told what not to do. Like I wasn't able, it was an abusive relationship. So I was always told like, oh, you can't wear shorts. I wasn't, I owned a jean skirt and that's the one that I used for my graduation. And like, I wasn't allowed to wear heels. I wasn't allowed to wear like wedges. I wasn't allowed to even go to my grandma's house. I wasn't, you know, like allowed to do a lot of things so after so much I was just over it you know and like we had our little rumble and I was like I'm 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 done like I'm fucking done I felt like I needed to do me like I was just like I've been cooped up and like just kind of tied down and told what not to do I just want to be like I just wanted to be free so I always made sure my son was with my mom my son was good but I want, I needed the, I needed to be free. I needed to go out and I needed to do my thing. So like when I was 21, I lived, <laughs> I was a party girl. I was like, if you're down to party, I'm down to party with you. Ask anybody I hung out with. That was the life of the party. I was down. I was wearing shorts all the time. I was wearing a skirt. I was wearing a dress. I wanted to just like, kind of like a big fuck you to him and like finally be able to be me. And so like I was out with Jessica Jessica was my party girl. Her, she has her own story, but we were out and about, and um, I remember we were going, we were out and like, we love old school, so we were like at this old school night, right? And so I always thought you were cute, like I thought you were fine, and um, I didn't know too much about you and your girl and and whatnot, but I remember getting a text from you. And I had showed Jessica, and I was like, and she's all, bitch, you better go, you know? And I was like, well, I don't understand, like, um, if we're going to Salmon Riches, then it's fine, right? Like, maybe, the, I don't know, like, I there was all this stuff playing in my head. So I got your text, and I was like, fuck that, he's fine, like, I'm gonna go have, I'm gonna go have some fun. <laughs> and so, like, I've been to Salmon Richard's house and I've been to your family's party. So it was like, I was thinking it was like a big get together, a big party. And so I was like, I always have a good time with them. I'm gonna go. And so I went and no, it was <laughs> like your aunt and your cousin passed out. And then it was Sam Rich and I don't know who else. And then you, and then I had went into the room with Sam and she had told me that you are getting a divorce you're not with her anymore and so I was like oh okay green light <laughs> in my head you know just like I don't like I wasn't planning to have sex with you I like your style no. but, you gotta explain to me. <laughs> but I knew that I was like I'm gonna get to know this guy you know like you're just fine you're still fine Thank so um she had told me that you were available and so I explored my option with you and that was day one. <laughs> we probably hung out after that, like, I want to say every weekend. Well, I think, well, that night. <laughs> Don't. Sh- well, 
They don't even know. They get well, they get it. We'll, we'll just say you were the... You painted a good you, picture. You were the aggressor and I was the closer. Oh, yeah. Well, you were a little like, oh, God, like, hurry up. Like, at least, like, I don't know. You're a gentleman. Let me just say it. You're a mm-hmm. gentleman. But it was also like, okay, we're not... <laughs> How do I say it? I was just like, all right. How do, I'm trying to, like, picture, like, what I was thinking back then. But you're like, oh, do you want another drink? And I was like, yeah, I'll have another drink. And you weren't even, like, sitting next to me. You weren't really, like, talking to me. It was just like, damn, are we in fucking high school where you invite me over and you're going to be on the other side of the room? Yeah, you got to remember. That's where I left off. Fuck. I was just like, no. I was like, dude, like, speed it up. So I had to speed it up for you. So you're like, oh, do you want another beer? I was like, yeah, sure. And so I see you go into the kitchen. You're going to the kitchen by yourself. I was like, all right, now I can fucking talk to this guy. And so I follow you and you get me a beer. And I was like, fuck this. You're so fine. (laughs) And so I just kiss you and you just, yeah. And so from when you kissed me, what was my reaction then? Being so gentleman-like, as you say. (laughs) Hit the ground running. (laughs) (laughs) So, we good with that one? I'm good with that one. I think people really got to know us. <laughs> so, question number two. How do you deal with each other's temper and differences? I don't believe in compromise. So, would you like to speak on that one first? Um, when it, what's the first part of the question? How do you deal with each other's temper and differences? So when it comes to temper and differences, I feel like like you've never even really yelled at me. You've never, not really yelled at me. You've never yelled at me. You've never raised your voice at me. You've been firm with me, but you've never yelled at me or like gone off. And sometimes like I want you to, you know, like fucking yell at me. Like tell me how you really feel. Like because I'm very vocal that way and I feel like that's where emotions like, you know. Mm-hmm. And so... I've learned that not everybody yell like my family's a yeller. Like, go tell anybody in my family like something that they don't believe in. You're gonna hear it, you know. And so it was something new for me to like. Oh, you still do have feelings even though you don't yell, you know. I don't yeah. know. It was something. It was new to me. Um, when it comes to differences, like we literally like sit and talk. Like you'll sit in front of me and we'll like talk it out. So it's like. That's how we deal with it. So with me, temper, I don't, I don't really see a, a temper from, from you towards me. <laughs> Do you see my temper? Not, not really. I don't really see you. Well, you have. You, I guess, I guess there's a stigma to temper, right? Just like you said, the temper means you're yelling and you're you're kind of going out of control and you've lost control. Yeah. And a a big reason why you say you don't see me ever yell is because that's I do believe that, and I'm not saying that's true for everybody. I just say that's my belief for myself, is that if you see me yelling, that I've lost control, like I've lost my temper, and myself I like to be in control. I don't I don't find me being any more powerful from losing my temper, so I always try to do my my best to keep it in check, and to. Um, do and think logically in the moment so it, it doesn't always work out for the better I know a lot of times it 
causes it causes it has caused stress between you and I when just like you said you want to hear something from me like you know like say something why are you just looking at me why <laughs> use your words yeah. Gilbert and a lot of those times I'm thinking and I'm thinking long and hard because to me once something comes out of my mouth I mean it and so I <laughs> don't want something to come out of my mouth that I haven't thought it through so that's when it comes to my so tempers yes we have them I think we handle them differently than what's the norm or at least what's thought of is people are yelling and yeah and um and getting like mad at each other i know i think when when obviously you and i do get upset with each other any healthy couple would we you and i i think have a a dynamic balance which complements us well because uh, with me if i get upset with you like I don't want to see you. I can the the way that I'm gonna heal from that is to be away from you. And I can be away from you for a very long time because those emotions are in me. But that's not right, right? I should be because let's say something that I go and sit on, I could go for a week. But if I man up and then you are there, you're open to sit down and talk about it, we could handle it right then and there. Day later, two days later, or in that in that very moment. Yeah, that's not how it always happens, but you know it's progress. It's working. Sometimes the emotions are higher than other times, and then sometimes we can handle it right there on the spot. And I think the way you react is if something's wrong, you ha- you want to be on me. <laughs> yeah, like you want to drop everything that's going on, and you want to make sure that our relationship is okay yeah like i want to settle that shit i can't go to sleep mad or angry like or mad like yeah yeah i can't i can't i don't like to go to sleep upset you know and it just no let's handle it let's settle it now like let's whatever is going on let's let's deal with it now like what's the difference from now to then like i know right now but like when shit's happening i'm like no let's let's just talk about it right now so we're really different in a lot of ways, and that's a huge, <laughs> that's huge. Okay, so we'll go to question number three. Many couples have issues financially. How do you make it work? What's mine is mine, and what's yours is yours. And, that's and what, then you pay the house, and we're good. <laughs> that's what the question, it's kind of like a combo question, because then it says, what boundaries do you guys set in regards to money? So, like, what issues do we have financially? How do we make it work? I wouldn't say issues. Um, like, we don't, it's not like something that we like, we don't share our money. Like, what I make is what I make, and what you make is what you make. But I mean, right now, we're not living together because we're in between houses. But when we are living together, it's like, oh, okay, like, we pay the rent or how much can you put in on the rent and then I pay you till it like we have like certain things that we have like named but it's not like we put our money in a pot and like no you can't touch that like 
I I know I go shopping a lot and I have my little projects and I go do my Pinterest thing, but that's awesome. That with that being that's my that's my project. That's what I like to do. And you do your supplements and all that stuff, and that's what you do. But we don't like oh well, why'd you spend your money on that? You know, like there are times I feel like um, when we spend money when we're trying to save then that's, I think, the only time when we really even talk about, like, spending money, you know? Yeah, I think that's, to me, that's something major for me, and I don't see us, even when we get married, ever having a a shared account. No. I think it's, that's what works for me, and I think that's what works for you, is you make your money. You don't need me to support you, and I don't need you to support me. And if I make my money, I don't need or want anybody telling me how to to spend it or save it or invest it. To me, yeah, like to me when you said it like that, I feel like when I hear couples talk about like that, I feel like it's a mom-dad-kid relationship, you know? So I've never been in a relationship where you you share money, but when I hear people talk like that, I feel like it's like, oh, mom, can I go buy this? Like, hey, Dad, can I go buy that? You know, just like, Mm -hmm. to me, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and so I think that's what works great for us is that you keep your money in your account and I keep my money in my account. And when the bills come along, we discuss, okay, like how we did the the, um, bills at the last pad on Coda Street was, okay, you're going to handle all the utilities and then you'll pay this portion of the rent and then I'll pay the bulk of the rent. And then from then on, like th- that was the only thing we ever talked about of of where our money was gonna go to and that what we expected to be done. Yeah, and groceries. And groceries we would share like every other week, but it wasn't like if I told you, oh man, like business wasn't good this week, I. I'm short a few hundred bucks that you're gonna fly off the handle and be like, okay, well, what are we gonna do? Maybe you made some good money. You can go get the groceries yeah. for a, 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 you know the second week in a row, or we're eating top ramen or whatever. <laughs> we did whatever, whatever it is. I remember having like, you know, we both have had like we both have businesses and we, we both have had a time in our business where it was not good. So there was a month I remember when we lived in Lompoc. And I was just like, I don't think I can help this month, you know, and you, you took care of it. And then there's been when we were on Coda Street, your business wasn't doing good and I took care of it. And never once, like, did we like, well, I took care of it this month. Like, it was no grudge. It was always like me and you working together. So I think like when that's the goal and like me and you were living together, we're making this work and like we talk about by not, you know, like we're not taking advantage of each other. We're working together. I think that's what is helpful and so we talked about bills and like the major like having accounts and 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 rent things of that nature groceries so what what's your what's your rule of thumb for when we go out like if we go Uh, out to go have some dinner or we go out to have some drinks or whatever may be what we're getting into um i don't think it's like a written rule but i feel like it's a shared thing like um, right now we are not living together so we find ourselves going out a lot more and like the night before after training we went to dinner with some friends and I took care of it and then today 
I met up with a friend and you joined us and then you took care of it. So it's kind of like, it's, it's not like, oh, I took care of it this time. Now you take care of it next time. It's just like a mutual thing that we just have, you know, like, especially if I have like a good week, then I want to take care of that for you. Okay. Mm, how long have you guys been together and was communication ever an issue in the beginning? How long have we been together? So that actually someone had asked us in Italy and I, my reaction was you got the wrong interpretation. So how long have we been together? It's kind of like how when did it first start? It started what when I was 20 and 31? Mm-hmm. 21. No, it started 10 years ago. But our relationship started seven and a half years ago. Correct. Yeah. Do you have another answer to that? <laughs> oh, so it was how, how long, long have you guys oh, been Oh, and then again? the other part was a communication. Communic- and was communication ever an issue in the beginning? Yes. That's, Communic- that's all. <laughs> that was a huge... Communication. To me... Communication is always going to be uh, an issue in a relationship because I, I don't think you could ever get perfect at it. Mm-hmm. And all of our problems stem from a lack of communication. If, if it wasn't because... If we've never had a problem that wasn't because of communication. And so I'll explain. If that was a case, if we had a problem and communication wasn't the issue we wouldn't be together right now because there would have been a problem that we couldn't work through. Because we're going to so, communicate about it. And so we'd be done. But we're able to communicate through them and communicate and compromise. <laughs> All right? We can make one of those drum roll noises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could put that in. That was good. That was good. Congratulations. So I think one of the biggest things in the beginning of our relationship when it came to communication was there was there you and I had asked you to be my woman and a couple months went by and then I had to let you know that I didn't I didn't feel the same way anymore and when I let you know that I didn't go into a lot of detail of why no right so uh Fortunately enough, you were open to still being friends with me. It was so good. <laughs> and because of that, we still hung out. We still, we still got to um, be in each other's presence. But what that did for me, because I didn't communicate with you at the time what my, what my true feelings were, of what my needs were, is that allowed me to just be in a to be myself again in a relationship because now I didn't have this title on it. I didn't have these like preset rules of being in a relationship. And because you and I, when we got into a relationship, I interpreted it as any other relationship, just like any other, I guess not like any other, but the more common relationship that everybody knows. And um, I believe you felt the same. Is that correct? Like, yeah, and I remember when we were going through that and so you broke up with me and we were still hanging out and I just after 
hook I mean, up with you. That's a little harsher than the way I put it. But go ahead. Do you want to go? <laughs> you broke up with me, Gilbert. But anyways, so we... Okay, so we, there was that time period in between where, you know, I felt used. I felt like, yes, I wasn't forced to be there, but I, I was at a point where I was like, I've had enough. Like, if you want me to be your girlfriend, I'll be your girlfriend. Otherwise, I'm just, I'm done. Like, like we would have dates and we would, we would still go out and we acted like a freaking couple, but you just didn't want to put the title on it. And so I remember we were at the Chumash and I had told you, I was like, you know what, Gilbert, I'm going to get over you. And it's going to happen. It's, 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 it's happening. Like, and so I remember like on the ride home, we parked, um, right outside your house and we had like this conversation and this conversation is one that we, like the first one that we've had where we actually communicated like what we wanted in a relationship and what we wanted in a relationship wasn't your typical relationship and it was something that we both wanted but it was to us and at that time wasn't something that like it's been done before like we we didn't hear about it being done before even when we communicate about our relationship and tell other people they're just like what really like and it's just like that's what I want in a relationship that's what you want in a relationship and that's how it's worked since then you know so it's us communicating what we like and what we don't like and I feel like that's how like we progress and how we got to know each other really yeah and I think for me I think a lot of people op- operate out of fear of like why they don't want to communicate what they want out of relationship with me I wasn't fearful of it I just was completely like I guess to put the word on it was I didn't believe that that in any way that you would be like, oh, okay, that's you know, that's what I want. That's oh, well, not even like that. Like, no, I actually, think, that's like no. You... We had an experience. We have remember that we had an experience. <laughs> it was a nutty experience, but we had an experience, and it like opened our eyes to that. And I think shortly after that that's when we went to the Chumash and I had told you like done are you talking about our first threesome yeah uh-huh. but that was yeah <laughs> I think I mean obviously that wasn't planned and that's a whole different podcast of how that played out but that like opened up our eyes to what we like what we don't like what we want and what we like you know well so to me, it wasn't out of the ordinary, and I know for you, it wasn't out of the ordinary to, to be involved with multiple partners at the same time. Yes. What was, what was kind of like a far reach for me was that I could be in a relationship with somebody that was open to that. Yeah. And, it, and even at that time, when we had that conversation that night, it's not like we spelled out every single detail of what it was it was more of a just like oh damn that's the way you feel and that, and that's the way I feel just that kind of just that alone was enough to be well I want now I want to 
Yeah, you want me now, forward. girl? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, but that, but see that to me, that's saying something big. It, it wasn't the fact that we had this conversation. You're like, oh yeah, girl, I'll give you three sums. Just be with me, and we'll yeah, and we'll get yeah. it. It was like we've had already done that before. Yeah. And so I hope that you took some val like some validation from that as well. Is that that wasn't all I wanted from you? Like I wasn't now going to say, okay, I'm going to be with you now because you say we can have our customized relationship right because we had already did it we've already had went through it before and although it was like <laughs> although, Different podcasts. Uh, even though it was like a nutty experience but we already knew that we would go there with each other uh, yeah and that that wasn't enough like we needed more than that but it all came from communication and compromise yeah that needs to be on a podcast. That was hilarious. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you heard something insightful you think someone else would benefit from hearing, please share and make sure to subscribe in order to stay up to date with future episodes. If you would like to learn more about Crystal's backstory and experiences, check out her interview on YouTube on my Solid Foundation program page titled Podcast Number 2, Where Confidence Comes From with Crystal Cooper. You can also find her on IG at Crystal underscore Cooper. If you would like to find me on IG, I'm at Regalado Gilbert. I would like to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors, Legacy Installation. If you know any company that has a need for anything office furniture related, please have them contact us through our website, www.legacyinstallation.com. Every new project we are awarded allows us to provide more job opportunities to young adults straight out of high school. Thank you.